<laughs> you gotta shake the fist. That's how you know the rage is building. <laughs> okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Spotlight Series. This is the show where we go through a certain genre every month, and we go through some of the best and the... Not so great. Yeah, best and not so great. We don't go out of our way to like dig through the dumpster to find the poopy stuff. Sometimes we sometimes we, just, we do with horror, but not not here. Yeah, not for no. the spotlight we, series. We choose ours. So we are still in the martial arts month, and I'll tell you one thing: in martial arts month, we fucking in our garden picking the best ones. Like, oh yeah, that tomato looks real good, and then we giggle and make a salad. So the movie we picked today has been in my mind for many, many, many years. So. Young Jackie Chan, uh, we, we love Jackie Chan any age, uh, we just love that man. And so in 1984, he made an action comedy film called Wheels on Meals. Hey Otis, I know someone is asking, that's a really weird name, why did they just call it Meals on Wheels? Like, the company. Because of the company, that's why they did No, it. actually they were just going to do that and just say Thug Life, but they had a ton of movies starting with the letter M, the company, and they all were failures. And so they were very superstitious. Very superstitious. So they switched it to Wheels on Mills. And it's fair. It worked, I guess, because this movie... Did great. Was banging. This movie is great. So this one is a little bit special in the list of Jackie Chan films because Jackie Chan's not by himself this time. He is with his three, well, his two brothers. They are called the three brothers when they're in a movie together. And I'm talking about Sammo Hung and Yuen Bao. So uh, I know I've brought this up in other episodes, probably, uh, what was it, Armor of God or Operation Condor. But the reason that they usually pop up in movies together or help direct each other's movies or write them is because they went to the same Peking Opera School at the same time. And at this school, you didn't learn 2 plus 2 is 4. They beat you until you were able to be super flexible and sing and dance and learn martial arts. All the things to be awesome right now. They all went there at the same time and they struggled together and they became really good friends. And when they got out of the opera, they all went separate ways. Jackie Chan actually was tapped to be the next Bruce Lee. When he passed away. So there are actually a few films. Wait, who was tapped? Jackie Chan. Oh, when Bruce Lee t- Yeah, when Bruce away. Lee passed away. The way you said it, like the, the quick way you said it, I was like, Jackie Chan's still alive, how yeah. dare you? <laughs> but no, uh, there's actually a few films where he isn't silly and things don't hurt. And he doesn't rub like you know his butt when he falls. He's just serious and he's doing kicks. And it's like, that's weird looking. And it didn't work. And people were like, yeah, there's tons of people that can kick and punch. What what makes you so special? And then he did the whole, he gets kicked in his leg. He's like, God damn it. And he rubs his leg. And they were like, no one does that. That's so cool. Like, you're showing pain. It's, it's a weird thing. He shows pain in a very silly way. And he uses acrobatics and just his not caring about his body. Jackie Chan became awesome. Uh, in a similar fashion, Samuel Hunk, he is... He's a thick boy, and so his type of comedy, it's a lot more physical than Jackie Chan. Uh, He loves being the joke, and I can tell. It's funny. 
he's a, he's a thick boy, and you think that like, oh, he's not that agile. He's probably more agile than Jackie is, honestly. For what he has to do with his body, he does absurd things, and he moves, and he can fight. There's another film that I want to show Katie, uh, Twinkle Twinkle Lucky Stars. Sammo Hung fights the final boss. Jackie Chan fights one of the subordinates and is like, hey, I'm going to go do this. You got this, bud. And he wins. The thick boy saves the day. And I thought it was the coolest thing because I'm like, oh, Jackie Chan's going to do the last fight. He's like, wait, wait, why is he leaving? Oh, shit. So uh, it's really cool. And Yoon Biao... Uh, from what I've seen, he's usually a bad guy in Jackie Chan films. I believe in Drunken Master, he's in that one. He uh, He's not the kicky guy. He's in, I believe he's in that. Project A, he is the rival, the jerky uh, Navy. It's Navy and then the police guy. But he's usually in his films. Uh, they know how each other work, and it's easy. And in this film, they do stunts and flips around each other and it just seems so easy this movie is so just fucking butter smooth sometimes uh this one it's not as much action well obviously the last 20 minutes you're getting your action fucking fill but all the way up to that point it's not as much action than it is acrobatics and silliness they are they do tons of flips and jumps and they do have some fights but they're showing off their just agility a lot more in this film from what I took from it. But uh, I'll ask Katie when we get there. Uh, but this movie is really, really good. And a lot of Jackie Chan's films, he actually does the choreography because he's the one that's going to you know, slide down the side of a building. So he's like, I'd like to be in charge of what I do. And uh, this one is very special. It was filmed in Barcelona, Spain, which... Uh, he does go on location for a lot of his films, like the Operation Condor films. Uh, I want to say somewhere in Africa, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then Who Am I? That was, well, he was with that tribe. And then, but. But no, uh, this one, he has a special situation because there's a video game called Spartan X. This game helped create the genre of video games called beat 'em ups. So, Streets of Rage. The Ninja Turtles arcade game where you're just walking and fighting people. This movie helps make that genre of video games. In the, one of the first ones, Spartan X, it's based on this movie. So <laughs> Jackie Chan's helped make a type of video game. It's so ridiculous. The final fight in this movie between Jackie Chan and Benny Urquidez? Urquidez. Urquidez. I said that the most English Urquidez is one of, it's considered one of the greatest fight scenes of all time. I I, I absolutely love this fight. Katie's shaking her head. Uh, She's like, I've seen better. I really like this one. Um, Well, I've watched most of Jackie Chan's fights since this 19, what, 84 film. He went on to do bigger and better things. I will say the rooftop fight on Who Am I? This other guy is like, he's forgettable too. Like, I don't even, that guy never did anything. Like, I've seen Jackie Chan fight, like, Jet Li. I've seen him fight. (laughs) I've seen seen him fight, uh, maybe not Donnie Yen, but people of the same caliber as Donnie Yen. Like, this guy was not it. Yeah. Like, this random white dude who's just, like, bad guy. He... Eh. 
what they did in the fight, and when we get there, we'll I'll I'll get deeper into it. They made him look like he was so ridiculous. The the things that Jackie did in the fight to make it look awesome, it, it was uh, it's good shit. It's good 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 shit. So, uh, Katie, what did you think about me? Mm, I said it the wrong way. What did you think about Wheels on Meals? I liked it. It was um very goofy. It was very reminiscent of old. Like you could tell that it's old Jackie Chan. If oh, you yeah. didn't if you didn't know going in that this was an old movie, you could tell right away at how just the goofiness of it because early Jackie Chan films are very goofy. He did get start to get serious or has started to get seri- more serious as time goes on. Um but his stuff in the 80s and the most of the 90s were just like cheese ball county and <laughs> this is definitely one of those things but i really liked it the martial arts in it is fantastic the friendship between him and you and bao in it is great uh their friend samuel hung in it is <laughs> was like say, hilarious samuel hung is there they like him i guess but sometimes they hate him uh, he's their friend it's yeah. fine and i don't know there was like a girl i feel like in all of jackie chan films there's always like a girl who like May or may not be the romantic interest, but she never actually is the romantic interest because Jackie Chan's just like, you know what? Nah, this is a fighting film. We don't need that. He is... He just says fuck it, and I like that. I can't remember the last time he got a kiss in a movie that wasn't like, oh, we gotta do this to look like we're hiding. Maybe in Super Cop, because he did have a fiance in that. But he like goes out of his way to not... Really be super romantic in his films. That's good. Yeah, He's faithful to his actual wife. Yeah, <laughs> not man. that other actors aren't faithful. Yeah. like you're just doing your job. But, but like thinking back, I'm like it's always pecks on the cheek and hugs. But I'm like, dang, he never like really gets in there like a kiss like Arnold. He's kissing everybody and you know John Claude yeah. Van Damme. Well, I again, that's the difference in action heroes between like your typical. Quote, American action hero and your martial arts hero. Because for whatever fucking reason, we have decided that American action heroes are meant to be lusted after. And they're meant to be these sexual beings like, oh, this person is the peak of masculinity or femininity and strength. And you should want to have sex with them. Everyone around them should want to have sex with them. Whereas in martial arts films, it's very dependent on the action and the interpersonal relationships are there and they're good, but there's never a need for over-sexualization. Yeah. It's never about like, oh yeah, you know, Donnie Yen did like 87 spin kicks and now every girl in the vicinity just wants to jump his bones. It's never that. (laughs) It's just like, he did a bunch of spin kicks that dude's a badass moving on like it's it's never i don't know i feel like asia as a whole is not hyper fixated on sexuality like american cinema is and i well, really like that about i think it's because about it they're not afraid of it so they don't think they have to like show it off Force as much yeah. yeah i mean that's fair because it's just it's there like you know with some boobies her butt's out okay let's move on yeah. So uh, we'll go through the story, but boy, howdy, it's a Jackie Chan film. Yeah. It's pretty damn simple. Uh, you know, they meet the bad people, they run from them, they fight them, and then they end up in a castle. 
Jackie, his castle budget has got to be fucking sky high. That motherfucker's always in a castle it's at the end. It's always the same somewhere. castle. Or like a warehouse. <laughs> or It's probably just the same castle over and over again. <laughs> he, just, he bought a castle. He's like, man, I'm going to be here anyway. I'm just going to buy it. This is my One castle. of the 75 production companies that was involved just owns a castle, I'm sure. You right. I just thought about that, yeah. There's always... Okay, that's the only downside, I will say, to watching uh, international cinema, is if you think there's a lot of production companies that go into American cinema, like you go and watch, who the fuck knows, any movie, and there's like five different production companies, you just sit back and take a seat and watch any movie from China or Japan or Korea. Because there is legit... Like, we watched... A Donnie Yen film yesterday that had legit four minutes worth of production companies yeah. and they all had to go through their individual like production company logo set off. It was insane. There was like 17 different production yeah, companies involved in this film and it took forever. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty wild. So I'm sure that some company that was involved in this film just owns a castle. Like... Right, they all they all went in. They all went splitsies and got a castle. Yeah, and they just use it for every yeah. film. I I'll mean, use if it I this had two a, months. If I had a <laughs> if I had a castle at my disposal, I would use it for every film. Oh goddamn! Every right. film that I ever made would have a fucking castle. Some excuse to be in a castle. Oh, you're on Mars. Guess what? There's a castle. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> they built it underwater. Put a castle. blue put, put a blue filter up. Blue filter. Underwater castle. Boom. Put yeah. some fucking wiggly. Like strips of paper. Yeah, seaweed and like, shit. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we can make a movie. <laughs> <laughs> if we own a castle. Yeah, damn right. Okay, so this is the story of Wheels on Meals. I didn't know where I was going. <laughs> I <could> <laughs> so Thomas and David, that is Jackie Chan. His name is Thomas. So uh, unfortunately, this isn't canon. This isn't young Jackie. Because every other movie, his name is Jackie. So I'm like, God damn it! all these movies connect. At some point, he was Asian Hawk, then he got bored, then he did this and that, because they're all named Jackie. Well, what's actually really interesting about this film, besides the fact that he's not named Jackie, is that the character names are just in English, rather than being, like... Oh, that he has an Asian name? Like, typically, he has an Asian name, and then it's overdubbed as whatever, Jackie, or whatever they choose to do. Um, And even in his... Yeah, it's... It's interesting that they His, did not do that for this so film. They there's were just a like, chunk, here's the movie, that, here's the name it's going to be, and yeah. that's what we're going with. So, at this point in 84, he was getting big, and he actually tried in America a few times with movies, and they kind of failed because no one knew him, and he was Asian. So, I was like, eh. And he was actually, I didn't know, realize he was in Cannibal Run with Burt Reynolds. He had a small role in it. But he went back to his hometown, because after he tried twice and they were failures... He's like, I'm going back home, y'all. But um, there's a dub, and there's a chunk of Jackie Chan films where he didn't redub it. So, like, um, Drunken Master, uh, What's Your Rumble in the Bronx, and things like that. He went back and dubbed it. So, there is a version of a lot of his films where I don't even know if it's just one person, it's probably multiple people, but it's just some white guy voice. That yeah. did it in this one. Is, There's a bunch of them. He's got a crazy that. white guy voice. It's not bad. It's just weird. Because Jackie goes back. And I'm surprised he didn't go back and redub this. He probably was busy. So 
So Thomas and David, they're cousins, and they live together in Barcelona, and they run this high-tech fast food van that just fucking, like, Inspector Gadget's car, when it goes from police car to, like, the van. Mm-hmm. I always wanted the Inspector Gadget car. It was, like, the coolest car ever. And so they drive around, and they find, you know, busy spots, and then... It's weird. Their fast food spot has like what was it? Spaghetti and burgers and hot dogs. It's like the most eclectic uh, like group of food. It was really weird. So they're around and uh actually at the beginning before they got to the van, they're they train. They train like crazy. So uh they're really good at fighting. And mm-hmm. when they get to the square and they're passing food out, Oh no, a biker gang comes out, and when you have a bike, you just have to be an asshole. So they're doing wheelies and scaring people away, and it's like, well, they're running away our business. And he's like, I'll talk to them. And, you know, Jackie goes up, and he's like, hey, can you guys, like, like leave don't. or not just be as loud? And he's like, fuck you. And he's like, hey, David, uh, we got to kick their ass. <laughs> so he puts his food down, and then they start to scrap, and they're whipping the shit out of these guys. And they actually... Run like full speed and like drop kick the guys off the bikes. And I was like, Jesus, that's a concussion. But they saved the day and everyone's cheering. They're like, hooray. They go visit David's father. This is a really weird situation. Uh, he's in a mental institution. He's kind of lost it. And he's dating uh, this lady and they meet the daughter of his let's just say fiance they want to get married her name's sylvia hey it's the same chick from operation condor you remember the daughter of the rich guy that wanted them to get the armor of god mm-hmm. and she was like i'm a sniper i can help it's her so yeah. she popped up in another movie she's a cutie pie so um they say hi and then david is instantly smitten and jackie chan's like hey man go, go talk to her or something he's like oh, i'm scared He's like, bro, do something, man. And so after a while, you learn that Thomas and David, they both are smitten by this girl. She's she's pretty. I get it. So they're like, little by little, they're not one-upping each other, but they, they're trying their best to, like, you know, slip in there. So eventually, Sylvia, she leaves, and they're like, okay, well, bye. And unfortunately, later that night, they have a dinner run, and they're cooking food and stuff. Thomas, he bumps into Sylvia again, and, oh no, she's a she's a lady of the night. She's a prostitute. And so we see her leave with a with a guy to, you know, do some prostitute work. And she robs the dude and scoots off real fast. And I'm like, oh, she's faking to be a prostitute. She's just robbing dudes of their money, which is wild too. So David hides her in the van, and then they head home. And Sylvia's like, thank you so much. You know, I've been so worried. I take care of myself. And, you know, that lovable thief that's very pretty. And so they get away with a lot of stuff. And Thomas and David, they hide their money from her. They're like, well, she ain't gonna rob the fuck out of us. Let's hide our money. She finds it and robs the fuck out of them. And then they're like, god damn it, we're poor now. So (laughs) while this is happening, they have a friend named Moby. And he is a detective in training he wants to be this awesome super cool detective in the world and so the person that is i guess the detective that he works for he scoots off because he owes the mob some money and they're looking for him so he's like hey you're in charge for a while 
I'm, I'm gonna go disappear for a little bit. So, Moby actually accepts a job from this, like, nondescript dude. And he's like, hey, here's a big bag of money. I need you to find this lady in Barcelona. She's somewhere. I don't have a modern photo of her. All I have is this young picture of her mom. And you gotta find her. And money is not, not an issue. Find her. So, Moby, this whole time, is looking for her. And, hey... It might be Sylvia. <laughs> so while this is happening, uh, they meet up a couple of times and Sylvia keeps robbing them. It's like, it's like a Catwoman situation with Batman. Where Batman's like, stop doing bad stuff. And she's like, okay. And then does bad stuff. And like, god damn it. So while this is happening, they find out that Sylvia is an heir to this gigantic inheritance. And this criminal gang... They are trying to steal it from her, so they kidnap her, and then they can have her sign over whatever and stuff. So, she gets kidnapped for the third time in the movie, and then Thomas, David, and Moby, they team up to save her. And so, they hop into the castle in different ways to actually get to her, and it's pretty cool. At this point in the movie, it's like the last 30 minutes, maybe, and they start to show off the acrobatics of everybody, and... How fast it takes Jackie to climb, to scale a castle wall. It's absolutely absurd. He has two giant, like, logs he uses. And so he puts one log in, jumps onto that log, sets another one up, swings upside down, grabs the bottom log, and swings himself up. He's, like, building himself a ladder of logs to get up this wall. Absolutely absurd. I've never... Jackie Chan's, he's really cool. So, they get inside of the castle and they all get captured because that's what you do before a big old fight. And so they're sitting at the table and the bad guy's like, hey, I'm bad and I'm doing bad stuff. What are you going to do about it? And Jackie and his two buddies are like, let's go kick some ass. And they start swinging. Um, David has his own fight and it's um, it's a guy that does a lot of punching and, and some kicks and Yuan Bao, in this movie, he is the more acrobatic one. He can fight, but he's more about tumbling and flipping. And so their fight is this showcase of both of them just flipping around in a small little area of couches. Kind of like in um, Chinese Zodiac, that movie we watched. Um, yeah. The one fight where it was like, don't touch the ground, it's lava that they did. And they were just flipping around on couches and stuff. It's kind of like that fight. And it was really, really good. So while this is happening, Moby scoots off and he fights actually the head bad guy. And that dude has a sword and he's a fencer. And so Moby is trying his best to not get stabbed with a fencing sword. And he picks up two swords and they have themselves a sword fight while this is while everybody else is fighting. And then the main event. They're not even the big ones in this fight, but they're, the I guess, the stronger fighters. So, Thug Number One, that's his name in the credits, takes on Jackie Chan. This fight is really fucking good. From the beginning, um, they meet up earlier in the movie, just like any typical martial arts film, and Jackie gets his ass kicked because he doesn't know his style yet. This guy, they make it out to seem like he is super way stronger than Jackie. There's a spot where he's blocking punches from this guy, and he is punching him. Every punch, 
he's getting pushed backwards and his giant table is moving with him. I thought it was a really cool effect just to show how much stronger he is. And then he goes for this spin kick and actually kicks out these lights from a candle. Uh, it was like four candles and he kicks it and the wind from his foot knocks out the lights. They thought they were actually going to have to do that like themselves, like, you know, use gas candles or whatever. No, he was able to kick it and just kick out the 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 things himself. And they were like, well, shit. <laughs> um, so Jackie's probably getting his ass kicked in this fight. And then it finally hits him. Why am I so uptight about this fight? I need to relax and think of it like an exercise. I play fight with my cousin every day. I can beat this guy. And so he actually sits down in a chair and he takes like a 20 second break. He just breathes and he gets up and he's like, okay, Ooh, let's go. And he starts to just relax in the fight. And there's another Jackie Chan film where that is the reason he wins is because he realizes that he enjoys martial arts for fun with his friends. And he's fighting this dude that wants to kill him, but he's like, oh, if I just relax, I can do this. And that's what he does. And he actually beats Benny. Uh, it's a really, really good fight. I'm not giving this fight any justice. Even when he's getting the upper hand, Benny is still beating the shit out of him because he's so much stronger. And so finally, Benny gets tossed out of a window and Jackie catches him. And he drags him back in. And Benny's like, dude, I'm done, man. I, I just get paid for this. I'm not trying to die. And so he wins. And so... Sylvia is reunited with her with her saviors, <laughs> and Sylvia, she actually asked for a summer job, so she wants to work with the boys, and Moby asked David and Thomas if they want to be private detectives like him, and then they kick him in the butt, and he falls over. Into yeah. the movie! <laughs> Same with him, gets kicked in the booty. So, Katie, who's your favorite character in Wheels on Meals? Uh, my favorite character was Moby, played by Samuel Hung. Yeah. He was fucking funny throughout this whole movie. He was kind of the comic relief, but he was also really fucking good at fighting, so it made his comic relief not so slapsticky, I guess. I don't know. It was it, it's tough when everybody in the movie is funny as fuck. Yeah. So you have to be a different type of funny, and like I was saying, he, his type of funny is just like all the pratfalls and things. So he's like Buster Keaton. And actually, I believe he was actually alluded to. He's like the Asian Buster Keaton. I know Jackie Chan has been called that before. Uh, and if you don't know anything about Buster Keaton, that motherfucker is, is amazing at what he does. And it's all physical comedy. He's the best. So, yeah, I, I, I get that. So I actually went with, I do this all the time. I went with the three. They all had moments where they were absolutely great. It's so cool to see Sammo Hung, and Katie knows I love Sammo Hung because he looks different. He's different from any other action hero. He's gigantic, and he's actually a pretty tall guy, but he's big, and big people really don't get the shine that they deserve, and so it's always cool to see him beat the shit out of people, and he has himself a sword fight and beats the guy up, and it's really cool looking, so, and Yun Biao, his acrobatics are awesome. I... I don't see enough of him when he's not a villain in the movie. So it was really cool to see him with the group. And this is a Jackie Chan, Donnie Yen home. And we love anything that they do. And yeah. Mm -hmm. 
We love him, so I'm always going to love Jackie Chan. So, Katie, who is your least favorite character? And it's probably, we're probably the same. My least favorite character was all the henchmen. Goddamn right. Uh, they were trash. Literally, the the second main bad guy quote is literally just called henchman number two or whatever the fuck. Like they didn't even bother to give anybody names because they didn't matter that much. And I did not give a fuck about their character or what they were after or anything. They were just yeah. like, and they sucked. They weren't good at fighting. Like. Every time one of the big three was, like, up to bat with one of them, I was just like, cool, but you all aren't, <laughs> you're not showing me anything that I'm impressed by. Like, you the can, big three are doing great, but the henchmen were just yeah. trash. You can tell later on in Jackie Chan films, they learn, like, okay, we need to kind of stretch this out a little bit. Because I, I swear in Rumble in the Bronx, all the bad guys had names. Mm-hmm. Wasn't uh didn't the main bad guy have some type of serpent name? I have, I need to watch that again. Uh, Kyung, that was his name. Yeah, he wasn't a Jackie either. Oh, he was Kyung. Um, but no, I I get that, and I I said the bad guys, and usually I enjoy the bad guys, but I mean Thug Number One was fucking cool. That fight was awesome, but that's it. It's his name is Thug Number One. They couldn't even call him Frank. Or Bob. Hey, Bob, kick that dude's ass. Like, we'll be. He's thug number one. So. Yeah. It's, you know, I, I'm. they don't want me to care about him. Because his name's thug number one. So. Uh, but I, I. It's great. This movie's good. So. Let's do. I see you, baby. <laughs> uh, Katie's working on a. Like, a picture. And she was trying to erase just. Just one tiny thing, and it just erased something else, and she just put her head down for a second. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it happen. I was like, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Technology is awesome and not awesome at the same time. Yeah. Uh, my seven words. I didn't write it down, but I... D- oh, actually. I don't think I did. Hey, you go first. <laughs> okay. Uh, actual synopsis of this movie. Food truck owners save woman using hidden talents. Um, and then last second one, pickpocket gets caught, becomes siblings with suitor. Yeah, you gotta think about that one for a second. So the girl, um, the girl's mom ends up marrying David, David's dad. And there is a few moments in the movie, well, a big chunk of the movie where both Thomas and David are interested in Sylvia in the girl, and uh, towards the end, Jackie just kind of gives up, and he, like, lets you and Bao have, quote, have her, and they kind of, it seems like something's gonna happen there, and then they're, like, kind of on the brink of a relationship, and then their parents get married, so it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> Actually, that's happened in a couple of films. He's like, uh, oh, we're related. Yeah. But I also love you. In Little Giants. Like, O'Shea, Kev, not Kevin, what's the other one? I can't remember. Rick Moranis' character, he gets with the quarterback's mom, and they're probably going to get married, which means Becky and the quarterback are going to be related, and that's But, gross. I mean, that doesn't really matter, because they're 12. Like, how long are they going to love each other? Like, it'll end in a week. But... <laughs> I'm just being realistic. She said Junior's an asshole. <laughs> no, I did not. 
honestly, Becky's probably going to fuck it up. Tomboys don't know what the hell they're doing. <laughs> I was one. I didn't know what the hell I was doing with boys. <laughs> Katie's like, I'm going to hit him in the head with a brick. But yeah. That'll, that'll then, show him I like then him. Then he'll know I like him for sure. <laughs> he's standing over him like, wake up. Wake up. I want to like you more. Like, ooh, I think he's dead. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, so I went, movies with Jackie and crew are amazing. I love Jackie Chan by himself. It's fun. But my favorite Jackie Chan films, it's always him and at least one really funny person around him. And he's amazing. Like in Drunken Master, his stepmom is probably a little bit cooler than him. It's the best. So I love when there's awesome people around him just for him to not be the funny person and just bounce jokes off. So... It's it's always awesome. So, this movie's old as balls, so I did not find a budget. But what do you think the box office was? Um, I said $7 million because I had no fucking clue. You had but it's right. old, yeah. so... The box office, $13 million. So, this movie... Oh, and not and it bad. probably wasn't a ton money-wise, especially back in 84. Probably they were on location, so that probably cost a little bit but the fight scenes i mean it's an action an old action film so yeah i'm curious how much it cost but it probably wasn't a wasn't a ton but no this movie it made tons of money and the three the trio they actually did a couple of films together like twinkle twinkle lucky stars and uh Ooh, there's another one. I think there's another Twinkle, like, Lucky Stars one. Um, you can be my lucky star. <laughs> uh, there's a scene with that song in, uh, in Snatch. And, uh, Again, horrible name for a movie. Yeah, the one that hit man. He's like, I fucking love this song. You be my lucky star. So, uh, do you have anything else to say about Wheels on Meals? Hey, I said it wrong. No. That's well, really right, good. right, but wrong. Yeah, this movie's a banger. Uh, I did not give it the justice in the fights. Please watch this film. Or go on YouTube and just put in Wheels on Meals Final Fight. And other people will be like, this fight's fucking great. Check it out. So, it's it's awesome. So, uh, But if you have any other cool fun facts about Jackie Chan. And, I don't know. Him not getting actually fucked up in this movie. He didn't really have that many injuries. You can tweet us at. Allentown Pod. We have an email. It is. Allentown Presents at gmail.com. We have a Facebook at Allentown Presents. So uh, we're going to crack out some more martial arts films. Uh, I realize that there's still a couple of Jackie Chan films that we haven't reviewed. And we're going to. Well, I'm sure there's a lot more than a couple. Oh, yeah. But we're going to review what some people say is Jackie's best film. I love it. But I don't know if it's the best one he's done. But it's really good. I don't so. know what people say, so. People say a lot. Well, people are bullshit, so. <laughs> so, uh, we'll be back uh, next week with another martial arts film. Okay, bye, guys. Bye.